Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today, guys, we are dedicating yet another episode to gut health. And why are we talking so much about gut health these days? Well, first of all, I'm doing a lot of research, a lot of reading, a lot of studying and self-experimentation and also experimenting with my clients, uh, doing different, you know, trying out different foods and different gut-healthy protocols based on the recent studies, recent research, and sometimes different theories that come from um, really good scientists. But besides that, gut health seems to be the foundation of our immune health. Uh, Like, for example, this morning from one of the leading nutritionists uh, from New York City, Chris Masterjohn, I'm reading this tweet. Uh, At an ecological level, eating 10-15 grams of fermented vegetables, like my favorite sauerkraut, for example, per day, 10-15 grams, can almost abolish a country's death rate from COVID-19. Then again, countries neither eat vegetables nor get COVID-19 individuals do. Good insight. But uh, the important thing here, guys, in this tweet is it seems that the more people care about their gut health, whether knowingly and consciously or unconsciously, because it's just a part of the culture, like kimchi, it's a Korean thing, you know, Koreans eat kimchi, they eat a lot of fermented vegetables as a culture. Now, most of the countries, most of the food cultures do not have that tradition. In Russia, we actually have quite a great tradition of sauerkraut eating, like you go to any store, even the most basic, you'll find some sauerkraut or some pickled vegetables. So people are eating them on a regular basis. And we are not getting too many COVID cases, even though we are so not careful about that. Like, you know, wearing masks is a joke here. Um, maybe people started to wash hands more often. I'm not sure about that. But anyhow, guys. So... And it's not surprising that, you know, gut health is related to our, uh, to the severity of cases of COVID-19. Because they say, nutritionists, scientists, they say that 90% of our immune power is in our gut or around our gut in that area where we, where our internal environment, our internal body's environment meets or encounters external environment in a form of food. That's where we bring outside world inside, right? And of course, we want to get the nutrients, but we want to eliminate all the pathogenic bacteria or viruses or infections. So that's why also, you know, there is a lot of work going on in our gut when it comes to immunity. And the more robust our gut health is, the more it seems from all the evidence, our the more robust our immune system is. And the better immune system works, guess what, guys? We get sick less often. And we, uh, when we do get sick, we recover much faster. And like, since I started to really pay attention to my gut health and, you know, eating fermented foods and resistance starch and all kinds of fibers and eliminating completely all the uh, bad guys for our gut bacteria that we are talking about today, by the way, guys. Um, since I started doing that, 
I get sick really, like, rarely. And if I do get sick, it's like in the morning I get sick, next morning I'm done with that. And sometimes I even joke, sometimes I even wish, like, okay, I wish I could yeah, um, make an excuse that I'm sick and don't do the work. But it's like every day I wake up and I'm full of energy and I'm ready to go and I just can't do nothing, right? So I'm going to work on my mission, on my vision. But the point is, why we're we working so much on gut health? Because it seems that it is really important to our immune system and our global health. And guys, as a society, as a global society, we screwed up our gut health by our eating habits a lot. And how did we do that? We talked this week, you know, about prebiotic and probiotic foods. We talked about resistant starch. We talked about good fats for gut health. But how are we screwing up our gut health with our eating practices as a society, with our food products that we are, you know, making every single day, there is some new product coming out without proper research whatsoever. Just understand that there is like no research on most of the products. And when they do the research on the ingredients, on new ingredients, the problem with that, with that is when you research one separated ingredient, it might be benign for now, for a month from now, tested on mice most of the time, not on people, but it might be completely not benign for our, first of all, human digestive system. Second of all, what is good for you once or maybe for a week, for a month, might not good for be for us uh, in a year from now, in five years from now. Actually, a lot of chronic diseases develops over the course of 10 or 20 or 30 years. So you might be doing something for 10 years and only then you might start seeing the negative results. So that's why all the, this research, nutritional research of nutritional ingredients, it makes it difficult. But even more difficult is it's one thing when you experiment and study one ingredient in separation. It's another thing when you combine tens, uh, sometimes even more, in one product ingredients together, and then you give it to a human being, and then you just don't know what's going to happen. Like, it's one thing, again, when you research one ingredient by itself. It's completely another thing when you combine tens or 20 or 30 of them together. You know... It, a match by itself cause no danger when you but when you put it together with a matchbox you can start a fire and completely destroy the whole forest so understand that one ingredient might be okay but combined with 10 others might be not such a great idea and nobody does those studies nobody does studies on those products with that many ingredients so that's why that's one of the problems with our modern food system food industry like we put all these ingredients all together and nobody does the studies on all of these ingredients all together and not short term not long term that they just usually test each ingredient individually does it make you sick right away like you eat it do you have any negative effect right away with that single ingredient if you don't then it's probably safe you know, uh, and that's one of the problems with eating all these products. Even though, again, all the ingredients might be fine by themselves. It's like eating a banana. If you eat a banana by itself, 
it's gonna make real peace in your digestive system. Like you eat banana on an empty stomach by itself, you're gonna have the most, uh, I don't know, smooth digesting experience and it's gonna be out of your system really fast. But when you eat, for example, potatoes, meat, meal together or, you know, some other similar meal, maybe a burger, regular burger, maybe french fries, who knows. But even if you eat just heavy in protein and fat meal, and then on top of that, after that, you eat a banana, that can actually create a lot of gas and fermentation. And that can actually be really bad for your good gut box. There are going to be created a lot of toxic substances during that fermentation that going to promote the growth of non-beneficial bacteria that going to crowd out the good bacteria. That's, you know, and when you put 20 ingredients, 10 ingredients together in one product, that just really an experiment that nobody knows the result of. So that's one of the problems. Another problem for our gut box, the practice, eating practice that screws up our gut health on global level, Processed sugar starch that feed fungi or things or different uh, candida, yeast, all these processed sugar starch, they feed bacteria that create toxic substances in our body that crowd out the beneficial gut bacteria. It's beyond calories, guys. They just are not good for our gut bacteria. Processed sugars, processed starch, and it doesn't matter if it came from cane, brown cane, or molasses. You know, processed stuff, highly concentrated sugars and starch are not a good idea for good gut bacteria. Um, All these, you know, pastries and bread. I don't care how many calories you eat, it is not good for our health for our gut health specifically. Then all these weird oils that we never ate when, like our grandparents never ate those canola oil, soybean oil, and all these fake margarines and all these plant-based substitutions. A lot of times God knows how they were made and what kind of refining processes they went through. It just was never happening and how it affects our gut, like nobody knows. And it might not affect it in a day. It might affect it in a month, in a year, in 10 years, but it's still not going to do that well. So fake oils, fake fats, all these, again, industrial oils, canola, sunflower, safflower, all those oils that are made in factories that are in those transparent plastic bottles, fake oils, again, margarines, reduced fat, whatever that is, <clears throat> it's an experiment that you probably don't want to be doing on yourself, guys, and on your gut bacteria. And what are good oils? We already talked about that. Extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, non-refined virgin or extra virgin, real butter, real ghee, you know, real tallow, real lard. So basically all these duck fat, you know, animal fats that are real, that were not refined in any way. They're also very shelf-stable animal fats. That's what I'm talking about. And so coconut oil, extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil, non-refined, also amazing. And there are also some seed oils when they're 
extra virgin and cold press, but they're only good for like salads. Uh, if you get some something like that in a restaurant that was used, reused, used at high temperature, like grapeseed oil or even grapeseed oil. So those are not a great idea for our gut bugs. All the um, studies, all the research done on different populations consuming a lot of those oils show that. We talked already about all the weird ingredients, especially, you know, now in the world of, I don't know, keto or low-carb I understand that there are ingredients that don't spike our blood sugar and that are better than processed sugars and that are better than sucralose or aspartame or other artificial sweeteners. There are better better ingredients, but it's still an, an experiment. You don't know how we're going to affect our gut bacteria in the long term. Just nobody knows. Our generations of people, our grandparents, they never ate it. And just because it doesn't raise your blood sugar it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect your gut microbiome, guys. So whenever it says, you know, keto and sugar-free, so many times, or I, like, I can't even counter, count how many times I would go to a store, I would look at a shelf that has, you know, healthy products, and there would be a lot of sugar-free, you know, screaming on the front label, like sugar-free cookies, coconut cookies, or whatever. And then there is some artificial sweetener like sucralose or aspartame that in some studies show to cause cancer. Like, yeah, not in all studies and it's questionable, but do you want to eat something questionable and discover in 10 years that you might increase your chances of cancer and maybe even getting cancer? Probably not, right? So that's why I'm against all these weird ingredients and even keto ingredients. Like, you just didn't know. It's just an experiment that you're running on yourself. And you're not going to discover soon enough how bad or how good it is. Uh, at some point, you know, all margarine was considered to be healthy food. It still is in some parts of Russia. And you can still find it, this hydrogenated, uh, sometimes with a lot of trans fat oil uh, or butter-like spread on the shelves of supermarkets here. Even though it is proven by real studies and scientists and it is banned in countries like Denmark. Even though it is banned there, it is freely sold here. So we are really inconsistent with food policies around the world and banning different products. And so all these weird ingredients, again, guys, you just never know how it's going to affect your gut. Um, another thing, we briefly mentioned it, bad food combining. Like, for example, eating potatoes and meat, a lot of starch and a lot of animal protein and fat together, they, they do cause a lot of digestive trouble and that's why you feel lethargic and heavy and sleepy because it takes a lot of power from your body to digest that food combination. But not only that, that's going to start some fermentation, some rotting in your stomach, and there are going to be some toxic substances created, the ones that, again, not going to affect your gut health well. So um, when you eat your protein animal protein like fish, when you eat something like meat, like steak, eat it with non-starch vegetables. You can eat your potato some other time. Eat it with asparagus, with broccoli, with Brussels sprouts, with salad greens. Uh, there are so many. Eat it with bell peppers, with maybe some tomatoes, even though acid, um, acidic 
vegetables or fruit because tomato is a fruit actually they're not also recommended for food combining but if it's you know a little bit so better green non-starchy vegetables spinach uh, i don't know a swiss chard bok choy broccoli cauliflower there are so many again and then eat your potatoes or your beans again with vegetables not with fish not with eggs not with animal protein so this is very important eating fruit by itself is very important on an empty stomach not combining high fat high sugary foods together that is important for our gut gut health as well and there has been a lot of research done uh, by function but people in into functional medicine and uh, different hygienists uh, or basically the study of practices that promotes a good health in a human body so it's been shown that human health improves when we combine food well and equally it goes it becomes worse you're going to have less health and less gut health when you combine your food improperly and in our food environment food culture it is really easy to combine food improperly it's actually promoted and nobody really cares anymore that it doesn't mean it doesn't work just like it doesn't mean that it doesn't that high sugar, high processed carbohydrates, high processed starch diet, you know, it's harmful, but it is promoted in our society. Um, and the last but not least, remember, guys, that anything and everything that goes into your body, that you put on your body, like body health care, like shampoo, uh, like deodorant, like soap, uh, everything that you put on your body, it goes into your body and it eventually ends up somewhere in your, with your gut bacteria too. And that also might kill off a lot of them or negatively affect your gut balance. Your, uh, how those, you know, you're going to affect the environment for those gut bugs and yeah, so more toxins, more microplastics, more weird uh, stuff in your body care. It doesn't do well in your body. It just doesn't. Uh, so I use very few products uh, for my body, you know, like body lotion, of uh, lotion for my face. Um, I use shampoo, I use conditioner, uh, like, for example, lip of lip balm and i use really few products but they're all natural and do not contain any weird substances only the ingredients that i can understand different plant oils or butters and ex extracts so body care and then also don't forget organic matters you know if uh, the food you eat was sprayed with pesticides or the animals that you eat were fat hormones and antibiotics that's all to some degree going to end up in your body and that is also not a good idea for our gut health. And so, and so these are the ways how we as society screw up our gut health more and more. And the more screwed up our gut health is, it seems, the less we take care of it, the less health we have. And the harder it is for our body to fight off viruses like... COVID-19 or other viruses. So guys, re-listen to this episode again and start improving your gut health 
caring practices. Eliminate some of those foods, food combinations, weird ingredients. Clean up your body care. You can do it. And, you know, do one thing a week. And by the end of a month or three months, half a year, a year, you're going to clean it all up and it's going to seem like no work at all. And you will wonder, how on earth did you do it any other way? Like that would happen to me. Little by little, you know, I grow, I learn, I improve. And now it seems like just a part of my routine. Like, you know, when you go to a store to pick up food, you might be buying some sugary cereal or you might be getting some veggies and some seafood. It's going to take the same exact time. Yeah, it might take 10-15 minutes more to cook, but I believe it's worth it. Like your health, your energy levels, your mental resilience and health, how much joy and energy you have, I think it's worth it those 10-15 times. And then it's all about choices, just make different ones. And that's what this podcast is all about, helping you to make different choices and understanding why it matters. A lot of people, you know, they don't make better choices because they don't understand why that matter and why those choices are indeed better for them and what it's going to mean in their life. More energy, more health, more vitality, and then you're going to feel like you can contribute in a more meaningful way to the lives of other people and the world around you. Your whole life experience is going to change. That's what we are talking about here. And that's why you should do your best to make better choices when it comes to gut health or whole body health. That is basically one and the same. Uh, So guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Learn, share this episode with one another person who's going to be equally excited to learn that stuff. And then you can practice together. You can go to the store together and pick up some uh, gut healthy foods or maybe figure out how to eliminate those foods that are not good for your gut health. You can, you know, create a whole social experience game uh, together. So share this episode, learn together, practice together, and feel better together. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.